Hello and welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. My name is Paul Salerno and I'm the creator and host of the show. This is Talk Radio. Today is Monday, November 30th. Looks like it's the end of November, which means we're going to charge right into December. Finally getting to the last month of the year. Big day in football yesterday, so we are going to do another edition of Monday Morning Quarterback. You know what that means. I'll look at those games and I'll give you my two cents on them and, uh, and, and add my critiques. Um, some of the big story coming out this morning isn't so much about the games. To be honest, most of the games were one-sided. There weren't too many close games yesterday. Um, but the, uh, the big stories coming out is, uh, is what's going on with the NFL. It's um, the word they're using is a little embarrassing. You know, to watch the Broncos have to play without a quarterback. Um, to watch half these teams have heavily um, deflated lineups with uh, COVID. A lot of stuff like that. So I'm going to kind of touch on that in a minute here. So, but it is Monday Morning Quarterback on the Sports Comedy Show. I want to thank you for tuning in. couple pages to the website. Have you been to the sportscomedyshow.net lately? Remember, what have you done for me lately? Added a Raider Nation page and a Bills Mafia page. So kind of excited about that. And um, I've seen that I've had some um, decent traffic heading over there. So I want to thank you guys for those who've stopped by. And if you haven't stopped by, uh, make it a point the next time you're surfing, stop by the sportscomedyshow.net. Again, we got a Raiders page, we got a Bills Mafia page, I also got funny football briefs. So it really is all about the NFL now because we're starting to come towards the end of the season. I'm going to stay focused on the NFL. It's going to be a good way to wind up the year. And then uh, if they make it to the playoffs, which they probably will, um, but we're going to go forward with that. So. Let's get started with a little sports recap. And like I said, the, the story or uh, a lot of the story this morning it isn't so much about the games yesterday. The, there, the games weren't all that exciting. There was one or two that was, but most of them weren't. But the story is um, is, is the NFL putting themselves out there at, at being embar- at the risk of embarrassment. And um, it's kind of... Kind of a tough thing, you know, the, the game's got to go on from their standpoint, and we understand that, but um, it's just been a real hard hard task for some of these teams. Some of these teams have been hit hard by COVID. Um, other teams haven't. That's what's kind of bizarre about the whole thing. And um, so then why is that? Is it because some teams are following these tough protocols of wearing the mask at all times, you know? Even in the locker room, even on the field, even in the celebration, even in the shower. Well, I don't know about the shower. I was thinking about taking a shower with my mask on, but I've yet to do it. But at any rate, the point is some of these teams are, uh, aren't getting hit. Other teams are getting decimated. And uh, the big story was, as you, I'm sure most of you saw or heard, Denver had to play without a quarterback. Some of the backstory coming in is because they didn't follow their protocol. Um, the league's got footage of them in the locker room or in the dressing room, nobody wearing their mask, so they didn't give them any leeway. 
He said, no, you're, you know, and you're, fortunately your three quarterbacks were exposed, so they're all on the exposure list, and we're not going to let you bring in an offensive coordinator because uh, you got to, um, that's not going to work. It doesn't qualify. You can't bring in a, uh, a new draft because there's a six-day rule. So you got to go with what you got. And, the, and that's what happened. And I guess we'll start with that game there. They, they went with what they got, and when I say they, they I am referring to the Denver Broncos. And uh, what they got was, so what they got was a severe case of what life really has to offer when you don't have a quarterback. And it wasn't pretty. And they got shot. got a quarterback, you got to deal with what you got. Well, the Broncos got served, that's for sure. New Orleans served them on a platter of embarrassment. That's what they got. They got whooped. 31 to 3 at home. Um, don't even know if there was any crowd there. Maybe it was probably for the best that they didn't. So, and that's what the league is dealing with this morning is, um, you know, is how can the game like this go on? Let's look at the game. 31-3, Denver had, they ended up going with um, one of their, I believe there's a running back who knew how to throw the ball, Hinton. And uh, he was better off running the ball than trying to throw the ball. Kendall Hinton is, I'm referring to. You know, two interceptions, he threw the ball for a walking 13 yards, and uh, it just wasn't pretty, and nobody expected it to be pretty, and um, it was just a, a kind of a bummer. And <clears throat> easy to see on this one, Saints take it 31-3. to They are now 9-2, first place in the NFC South. Denver 4-7, and they just tried to get through the game, and, well, the game did start and it did finish. But um, it's just the bigger story here is how much more of this can we go on with. Who knows next week how many of these quarterbacks come back that are on the exposure lifts. Um, so it's just going to be kind of a tough mess. But we're, let's move on and look at some other games here yesterday. There was a full slate of football. And there was a game in Atlanta yesterday. And it went like this. The Raiders came into town. Raiders were looking to take advantage of a lonely Falcon team. The Raiders were looking to increase their chances of going to the playoffs. The Raiders, second place in the AFC West, thought they could take advantage of the lowly Atlanta Falcons. But things didn't go as planned. But sometimes they don't go as planned. And this game was a severe case of the, the good. The Falcons were the good. The Raiders were the bad. And the result was, it was ugly. Severe good, bad, and ugly here. Raiders just got the butts whooped yesterday. 
They uh, basically didn't show up for this one. They kinda, it looks like they took the weekend off, and well, the only problem is they're supposed to play football on Sundays. Don't know what happened to them. Like the Raiders going in, if I recall on Friday, I may have said look for them to, to win this one. Um, and also to make matters worse, they played a Falcons team without um, Julio Jones. They played a Falcon team without Todd Gurley, but the Falcons were awesome. In the end, it was uh, ugly, 43-6. to Raiders never got anything going in this game offensively. They couldn't run the ball. Um, Derek Carr couldn't throw the ball. He got intercepted. He got sacked three times. Um, they even brought in Peterman at the end, and he took his two sacks. So five sacks on the day, and that means that the Atlanta um, front line was blitzing or rushing and getting through and uh, to, to the quarterback, and that's what kind of made things ugly. Matt Ryan looked sure good. It's a shame he didn't start the year off looking this good. He did throw for two TDs. Uh, they ran the ball with uh, Edia Smith. He got 65 yards. Brian Hill got 55 yards. It was just ugly. It was a game, though. The part that makes this ugly is, you know, hey, you win some, you lose some. It was the fact that this was a, a clearly a game the Raiders needed to win. And the Raiders were, were in serious playoff contention. They lost the heartbreaker at home last week to Kansas City, and they played a great game. But now the question is, they are not at home, and they just rolled over. Are they a team that can only play in their home stadium? That being the Death Star, which is, you know, they're, God, they're great there at the Death Star. But they go on the road, and, and you, you do this, it's just embarrassing. Um, and COVID wasn't a big issue here. It was just the fact that the Falcons, with all these other no-namers, came together and um, took the Raiders down out. It's a game that the Raiders, they need to forget about it and move on. At least Gruden is in the right place after the game. He takes the responsibility. They apologize to the fans. So it's not like they're, you know, they're not trying to push blame elsewhere. I mean, at least they're not playing politics, thank God. But ugly it was. Falcons 43, Raiders 6. Raiders are still in second place, but they go to 6-5, and five, and that's they were on the inside track of the uh, wild card spot. Now they're on the outside track. Still a few more games, so we, we won't focus on the playoff picture yet. Just an ugly day for the Raiders. Um, and it was uh, shocking to see, especially a game we wanted to see him to win. Okay, so what I'm going to do now on Sports Recap, because there's so many games instead of kind of go through each one individually, I'm just going to kind of give you uh, a highlight reel of them all and... Uh, as I uh, mentioned the score, I'll throw something out there about it. But this way, we cover them all. Because we did have a big game in Buffalo yesterday. Buffalo comes up big, 27-17 over the Chargers. Happy birthday to Stefan Diggs. It was his birthday. Can you dig it? If you've been to the website, you can see I got something out there. So get to that Bills Mafia page. Can you dig it? 27-17, Chargers throw up the Hail Mary late. Complete the Hail Mary the big problem here is they got a coach who, well, what do I do now? I better run the ball and run the clock out. Bad play calling by the Chargers coach. Doesn't know how to spike the ball. Doesn't know how to throw the ball in the end zone. They don't score. They lose 27-17. to 17. Good for the Bills. Expected. 
Here's the shocker of the day. Shocker of the day goes to the Tennessee Titans. 45-26 over the Colts. It was a Derrick Henry show. Just my luck because the person I played with in my fantasy league, he had Derrick Henry and he had 20 or 30, no, he had 33 points by halftime. Derrick Henry, three TDs. They run him up. Surprise here because the Colts have been playing good defense all year. Not this time. A lot of experts kind of anticipated Tennessee because they just played about 10 or 14 days ago. And um, the Colts won, so the, the revenge factor was in. And it's hard to win two games in a very short time against um, a tough team. Phillip Rivers started to look shaky, started to look rusty. I've been talking about this all year. Good possibility that he's going to continue to start to look shaky and rusty. Um, they had a few players on COVID and also other injuries. So that was a factor in this one. Big win, Tennessee, 45-26. Giants go to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, new quarterback because their old quarterback, well, the great Joe, Shoeless Joe, is now going to be wearing a boot for the next year, unfortunately. Giants come up big, 19-17, keep their playoff hopes alive. Good for them. Carolina goes to Minnesota. This is probably the best game of the day. 27-28 Minnesota. Minnesota um, came on strong in the fourth quarter with 18 points. Takes it down. They jump into second place because Chicago Bears ain't worth, um, I'll just say, they ain't worth much. So, good win for Minnesota. I don't think they've got a playoff chance here, but um, an exciting game. Probably, and here's another one that was an exciting game. Arizona goes into New England. Everybody was expecting um, Kyler, Tur to get, um, Kyler Murray to get back on track in the winning ways. Close game, goes down to the wire, and the Patriots finally win one at home on a field goal at the end. They uh, kicked the winning field goal with seconds left. Congratulations to the Patriots. You know, they used to w win all the time at, um, at Gillette Stadium. Things have been a little tough this year, but Superman gets a win. Their, um, their record now... Patriots are still in third. They go to five and six. Um, it was just an exciting game. Again, Patriots ain't going in anywhere elsewhere. Let's move over to New York. The Dolphins coming to town. And the Jets, you know what the Jets are doing. They're just looking for that first win. And, um, well, next week, once again, the Jets will be looking for that first win. And probably the week after that, they'll probably be looking for that first win. And um, I could probably say that all the way up to week 16 or 17 because the Jets didn't get their first win. They got their butts kicked by the Dolphins. And they got Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick put that smile back on his face. He romped on them. Jets got three points in the first quarter. I think they got the first three points in the game. If my memory serves me correctly here. But that's about all they got, and that's all they usually ever get is about three points in a game. 20 straight points by the Dolphins. 20-3 there. No surprise there. Don't know if the Jets are going to get the win at this point. Who cares? Let's move on. Cleveland at Jacksonville. This was, you know, there's some more exciting games than I thought. Most of these close games were the, the low-end teams are not the marquee games. That's why um, I didn't see it that way. Cleveland wins 27-25. Chubb got a bunch of yards. Good for him. Cleveland now is 8-3. and three. And now they jump into uh, the driver's seat of a possible playoff spot. So big win for them because the game was in Jacksonville. Jacksonville, they're about as bad as the Jets. Now that would be a good game. The Jets and um, Jacksonville, I don't think they're on their schedule, but that would be um, you know a game, that, the loser bowl, I guess we could call that one. Anyway, 
Cleveland, 27-25, 8-3. They are in second place. Tough division because they're in that same division as Baltimore and Pittsburgh, which we're going to talk about in a minute. San Francisco goes to the Rams. Here was the shocker of the day. Yes, there was shock. There was shock. And it was right there in the SoFi Stadium. Rams 4-0 going into their home stadium looking to roll against the Niners. I, I like the Rams. I was on the Rams, but no, um, apparently the Rams weren't on themselves. They were off. 23-20 um, Niners. Rams got good defense, so in the Rams' defense even scored one of um, seven of their points. So Rams' offense only 13 points at home. Niners' defense just shut down the Rams' offense. Jared Goff could not do nothing. He his receiving corp coop they just had coops and woods and Higby nothing going on for the Rams all day long. It was a very good game for the for, for the Niners. So. Uh, shocker there, and so far the Rams take their first loss. That kind of drops them down a peg, and it looks like Seattle is the front runner there in that um, competitive NFC West. Sunday night football. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's just slow it down, slow it down, because we did have um, the marquee game, Kansas City at Tampa Bay. And if you remember on Friday, I said, don't count out Tampa Bay. I thought they might have been able to sneak out a win. They didn't win the game, but they made a game of it. They ended up only losing by three, and the spread may have been three or three and a half. So, you know, uh, Tampa Bay money may have hit for some of those people. Good for them. 27-24, Kansas City, um, Tyreek Hill comes out big, hard, quick. He comes out fast and hard and quick. Um, he's not big. He's little. He's a little sly dog. There's what he is. Um, you know, 17 points in the first quarter for Kansas City. Tampa Bay has to play catch-up football, but they do. Tom Brady finally uh, gets into the end zone three times and had a big day, 345 yards. Not as big as Patrick Mahomes, 462 yards. That's huge numbers. And three TDs. I'm sure he got somebody 50 points on their fantasy league. Kansas City now goes to 9-1. Kansas City, without question, is the best team in football. Tough loss for Tampa Bay, although they least made it look good and wasn't it wasn't an embarrassment like the league itself is becoming um good for them but uh they're now gonna have to contend with these other teams to struggle to hopefully make the playoffs sunday night football once again it's embarrassment on sunday night time chicago goes to green bay they brought in trubisky which everybody thought you know is he the next coming the new messiah same as the old messiah well he's just another quarterback that couldn't get it done Green Bay looking awfully good, and you know maybe they're the team that doesn't get enough credit in the NFC. Everybody's looking at the at the 49. I'm sorry, not 49. Everybody's looking at the Seahawks. They're they're looking at the Saints, but nobody's looking at the Pack. And the Pack is eight three in first place and playing good football. Devontae Adams, he, he's probably he claims to be the best receiver in football, and maybe he is. Aaron Rodgers still looks remarkably well. Threw for four TDs. Um, the running game is looking strong, too. Jones and Williams, these guys are running yards, 163 yards combined. Good day for the pack. Um, the Bears now slipped to third. Um, they're now 5-6. and six. I think they started the season 5-0 and oh or 4-1 and one or something like that. They've, uh, they're descending. They're heading south, and um, at some point they'll uh, descend and, and crash and burn. But uh, Green Bay, good win for them. So that's your highlights for all the week. I thought I'd do a, do a little bit different of a mix. 
all that. And because now we're going to talk about Monday, and then we've got Tuesday. We've got Monday and Tuesday football. Monday Night Football, Seattle goes to Philadelphia. Seattle 7-3, Philadelphia 3-6 in that tie that just screws up that tiebreaker. Does it every time. Tell you, I just wish they wouldn't have a tie, but they do. Um, Seattle, um, <laughs> what can we say here? They should roll. They should. This should be an embarrassment. But you, you never know. Philadelphia at home on Monday night. Hopefully, they can find a way to stay within contention here. Seattle has finally gotten over their losing ways and gotten back on track. I think they've won now two or three in a row. Um, actually, they beat Arizona. They did lose um, to the Rams and Buffalo before that. But still, I think that Seattle is is back on the upswing. Philadelphia has lost two in a row to Cleveland and the Giants, and to the, um, they, they can only score 17 points a game, it looks like, uh, an average. That's not going to do it. They're going to need to score more than 17 points. They're going to beat Seattle tonight. About the best thing they got going for them is the fact that the game's in Philadelphia. Maybe there'll be some bad weather to slow things down, and, and they're going to need to because you know Russell Wilson's going to find T.K. Metcalf. Um, he, he's going to find all his receivers. So let's hope Philadelphia can make it a slow defensive game or a slow low-scoring game. That's about the only chance they have in this one. I don't see it happening. I see another uh, lopsided game. We got a game on Tuesday, and again, this is where the league is really pushing the envelope. This game was supposed to be played Thursday. Then the game said, well, let's, we're going to schedule for Saturday. But, oh, no, 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 that's college football day. Let's schedule for Sunday. Oh, no, no, these teams... These players need more more time. Ravens, poor Ravens, 10 or 11 players on the uh, COVID list. So now they got to play in Pittsburgh. And now we hear Pittsburgh, um, I think one of their running backs, or Connors, or two of the running backs may be out. So again, this is NFL. Um, we need to just, the uh, show must go on. Some of that other story about the NFL, um, the show must go on. Everybody's saying that this is being pushed by the owners. The owners are the ones that profit and generate on this. They don't really care much about the players' health or the league's respectability. It's the owners. They're pushing it. That's the story um, there. Who knows where we go? I, I, I would still like to see these games be played, but at, at, at what point do we got to take a look and go, you know, other sports had to take a pause. What are we going to do? And they've yet to even roll out a plan B in the NFL. That's the part that kind of frustrates, I think, a lot of us. Anyway, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh 10-0 at home and on the road. They are undefeated. Um, by record, they are the best team in football. Big Ben, he's having an incredible year. He's uh, got to be up there for uh, a possible MVP candidate. Baltimore hasn't been the team of great this year. They've beaten a bunch of nobodies, and now they've got a bunch of people on COVID. This game is probably going to be another lopsided game. Let's just get through it. I like Pittsburgh to roll here on uh, Tuesday Night Football. About the only good news is we've got football today, tomorrow, and then I'm sure after that, college will be back in, so that'll be kind of exciting. I'm going to leave it at that for you guys. This has been your, this has been your Monday morning quarterback theme on the talk radio. My name is Paul. This is the Sports Comedy Show, and I want to thank you for jumping in and having a good day.